Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Opium Agent. Into the palm court of the Hotel Astoria, Mr. Giannopoli came, radiant and bowing. Monsieur Gaston rose to greet his visitor. Monsieur Gaston was arrayed in a light gray suit and wore a violet tie of very chaste design. His complexion had assumed a quality of sallowness, and the pupils of his eyes had acquired, as on his occasion of his visit to the chambers of Sir Brian Malpas, a chatoyant quality. They alternately dilated and contracted in a most remarkable manner in a manner which attracted the immediate attention of Mr. Giannopoli. "'My dear sir,' he said, speaking in French, "'you suffer. I perceive how grievously you suffer. And you have been denied that panacea which beneficent nature designed for the service of mankind. A certain gentleman, known to both of us, we brethren of the poppy are all nameless, has advised me of your requirements,' and here I am. You are welcome, declared Monsieur Gaston. He rose and grasped eagerly the hand of the Greek, at the same time looking about the palm court suspiciously. You can relieve my sufferings? Mr. Giannopoli seated himself beside the Frenchman. I perceive, he said, that you are of those who abjure the heresies of De Quincey. How little he knew, that de Quincey, of the true ritual of the poppy. He regarded it as the German regards as lager, whereas we know, you and I, that it is an Eleusinian mystery, that true communicants must retreat to the temple of the goddess if they would partake of a paradise with her. It is perhaps a question of temperament, said Monsieur Gaston, speaking in a singularly tremulous voice. De Quincey apparently possessed the type of constitution which is cerebrally stimulated by opium. To such a being, the golden gates are closed, and the Easterners, whom he despised for what he termed their beastly lethargies, have taught me the real secret of the poppy. I do not employ opium as an aid to my social activities. I regard it as an apentha from them and as a key to a brighter realm." It has been my custom, Monsieur Giannopoli, for many years, periodically, to visit that fairyland. In Paris, I regularly arranged my affairs in such a manner that I found myself occasionally at liberty to spend two or three days, as the case might be, in the company of my bright friends who haunted the Boulevard Beaumarchais. Ah, 
Our acquaintance has mentioned something of this to me, monsieur. You knew Madame Jean? The dear Madame Jean, name of a name. She was a hierophant of my Paris temple. And Sen? Our excellent Sen, splendid man. It was from the hands of the worthy Sen, the incomparable Sen, that I received the key to the gate. Ah, how I have suffered since the accursed business has exiled me from the... I feel for you, declared Gianopoli warmly. I, too, have worshipped at the shrine, and although I cannot promise that the London establishment, to which I shall introduce you, is comparable with that over which Madame Jean formerly presided. Formerly, exclaimed Monsieur Gaston, with lifted eyebrows. You do not tell me... My friend, said Gianopoli, in Europe we are less enlightened upon certain matters than in Smyrna, in Constantinople, in Cairo. The impertinent police have closed the establishment in the Rue Saint-Claude. Ah, exclaimed Monsieur Gaston, striking his brow. Misery! I shall return to Paris, then, only to die? I would suggest, monsieur, said Giannopoli, tapping him confidentially upon the breast, that you periodically visit London in future. The journey is a short one, and already, I am happy to say, the London establishment, conducted by Mr. Hopin of Canton, a most accomplished gentleman and a graduate of London, enjoys the patronage of several distinguished citizens of Paris, of Brussels, of Vienna, and elsewhere. You offer me life, declared Monsieur Gaston gratefully. The commoner establishments, for the convenience of sailors and others of that class, at Dieppe, Calais, he shrugged his shoulders comprehensively, are impossible as resorts. In catering for the true devotees, for those who, unlike De Quincey, plunge and do not dabble, for those who seek to explore the ultimate regions of poppyland, for those who have learnt the mystery from the real masters in Asia and not in Europe, the enterprise conducted by Madame Jean supplied a want long and bitterly experienced. I rejoice to know that London has not been neglected. My dear friend, cried Giannopoli enthusiastically, no important city has been neglected. A high priest of the cult has risen, and from apparent lodge in Pekin, he has extended his offices to kindred lodges in most of the capitals of Europe and Asia. He has not neglected the Near East, and America owes him a national debt of gratitude. Ah, the great man, murmured Monsieur Gaston with closed eyes. As an old habitué of the Rue Saint-Claude, I divine that you refer to Mr. King? Beyond doubt, whispered Giannopoli, imparting a quality of awe to his voice. From you, my friend, I will have no secrets. But, he glanced about him crookedly, and lowered his voice to an impressive whisper, the police, as you are aware, curse their interference, said Monsieur Gaston. Curse it indeed, but the police persist in believing, or in pretending to believe, that any establishment patronized by lovers of the magic resin must necessarily be a resort of criminals. Ha! Whilst this absurd state of affairs prevails, it is advisable, it is more than advisable, it is imperative, that all of us should be secret. 
the raid, unpleasant word, upon the establishment in Paris, was so unexpected that there was no time to advise patrons. But the admirable tact of the French authorities ensured the suppression of all names. Since, always as a protective measure, no business relationship exists between any two of Mr. King's establishments, each one being entirely self-governed, some difficulty is being experienced, I believe, in obtaining the names of those who patronize Madame Jean. But I am doubly glad to have met you, Monsieur Gaston, for not only can I put you in touch with the London establishment, but I can impress upon you the necessity of preserving absolute silence. Monsieur Gaston extended his palms eloquently. To me, he declared, the name of Mr. King is a sacred symbol. It is to all of us, responded the Greek, devoutly. Monsieur Gaston, in turn, became confidential, bending toward Giannopoli, so that, as the shadow of the Greek fell upon his face, his pupils contracted cat-like. How often have I prayed, he whispered, for a sight of that remarkable man. A look of horror, real or simulated, appeared upon the countenance of Giannopoli. To see Mr. King, he breathed, my dear friend, I declare to you, by all that I hold sacred, that I, though one of the earliest patrons of the first establishment, that in Pekin, have never seen Mr. King. He is so cautious and so clever as that? Even as cautious and even as clever, yes, though every branch of the enterprise in the world were destroyed, no man would ever see Mr. King. He would remain but a name. You will arrange for me to visit the house of Hopin, did you say? Immediately? Today, if you wish, said Giannopoli, brightly. My funds, continued Monsieur Gaston, shrugging his shoulders, are not limitless at the moment, and until I receive a remittance from Paris. The brow of Mr. Giannopoli darkened slightly. Our clientele here, he replied, is a very wealthy one and the fees are slightly higher than in Paris. An entrance fee of fifty guineas is charged, and an annual subscription of the same amount. But, exclaimed Monsieur Gaston, I shall not be in London for so long as a year. In a week or a fortnight from now, I shall be on my way to America. You will receive an introduction to the New York representative, and your membership will be available for any of the United States establishments. But I am going to South America. At Buenos Aires is one of the largest branches. But I am not going to Buenos Aires. I am going with a prospecting party to Yucatan. You must be well aware, monsieur, that to go to Yucatan is to exile yourself from all that life holds for you. I can take a supply. You will die, monsieur. Already you suffer abominably. I do not suffer because of any lack of the specific, said monsieur Gaston wearily, for if I were entirely unable to obtain possession of it, I should most certainly die. But I suffer because, living as I do at present in a public hotel, I am unable to embark upon a protracted voyage into those realms which hold so much for me. I offer you the means, 
but to charge me one hundred guineas, since I cannot possibly avail myself of the full privileges, is to rob me, is to trade upon my condition. Monsieur Gaston was feebly indignant. Let it be twenty-five guineas, monsieur, said the Greek reflectively, entitling you to two visits. Good, good, cried Monsieur Gaston. Shall I write you a check? You mistake me, said Giannopoli. I am in no way connected with the management of the establishment. You will settle this business matter with Mr. Hopin. Yes, yes. To whom I will introduce you this evening. Checks, as you must be aware, are unacceptable. I will meet you at Piccadilly Circus, outside the entrance to the London Pavilion at nine o'clock this evening, and you will bring with you the twenty-five guineas in cash. You will arrange to absent yourself during the following day? Of course, of course, at nine o'clock at Piccadilly Circus? Exactly. Monsieur Gaston, this business, satisfactorily completed, made his way to his own room by a somewhat devious route, not wishing to encounter any one of his numerous acquaintances, whilst in an apparent state of ill health so calculated to excite compassion. He avoided the lift and ascended the many stairs to a small apartment. Here he rectified the sallowness of his complexion, which was due, not to outraged nature, but to the arts of makeup. His dilated pupils, a phenomenon traceable to drops of belladonna, he was compelled to suffer for the present, but since their condition tended temporarily to impair his sight, he determined to remain in his room until time for the appointment with Giannopoli. So, he muttered, we have branches in Europe, Asia, Africa, and America. Eh bien, to find all those would occupy five hundred detectives for a whole year. I have a better plan. Crush the spider, and the winds of heaven will disperse his web. End of chapter 28 Experience the best in relaxation and entertainment with Saul Good streaming at saulgood.org. Our extensive library features hundreds of audiobooks, thousands of short stories, original podcasts, and popular sounds for sleep, meditation, and relaxation all ad-free. Whether you want to escape into a good book or fall asleep to your favorite ambient sound, we have something for everyone. Go to solgood.org to start streaming and discover your new go-to for entertainment and relaxation. That's S-O-L-G-O-O-D dot O-R-G. Experience the best in relaxation and entertainment with Saul Good Streaming at solgood.org. Our extensive library features hundreds of audiobooks, thousands of short stories, original podcasts, and popular sounds for sleep, meditation, and relaxation all ad-free. Whether you want to escape into a good book or fall asleep to your favorite ambient sound, we have something for everyone. Go to solgood.org to start streaming and discover your new go-to for entertainment and relaxation. That's S-O-L-G-O-O-D dot O-R-G.